Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, Kingdom Guardians. I am so excited to introduce our guest for today, Nicole Stevenson, President and Principal Designer at His Promise Design Interiors, LLC. Hey, Nicole. Hey, how are you? I am wonderful. I'm so excited to have you here today. Now, Kingdom Guardian community, let me give you a little backstory. Nicole and I met in Japan. Um, We are both military spouses, and I was on my way in while she was on her way out. But we stayed connected through social media. Thank God for social media. And recently, she she has been posting about her new ventures, and I was super excited to have her come here and speak with us, the Kingdom Guardian community. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. So let's get started with this interview. Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who am I? Very interesting question. (laughs) (laughs) I am, um, I am, I am the owner and principal designer for His Promise Design Interiors. Um, I am an awesome mom and a wife of 15 years. I have three kids. Uh, we are, oh Lord. I know it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're the brain dump. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's a lot. You do a lot. Trust me. I do. I understand. (laughs) Okay. I think my nerves are getting a better way too. With everything that you got going on, how did you find the time to start your own business? Wow. Um, Actually, I think, excuse me, I think that was, that was birthed out of a desire for me to, to do more and to find who I was and Mm. what Nicole wanted to do. Um, It wasn't necessarily, I didn't always have that entrepreneurial spirit, um, had that mindset to say, I'm one day I'm going to own my own company. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it came from you know, that search of who is Nicole, what do Nicole want to do? What do Nicole love to do? Um, mm. It got where, you know, I had the mindset, you know, I had my kids, my husband and I agreed that I'll be a stay at home mom until they were school age. And at that point, I just had the mindset, I'll just go back to work. Um, and in the process of being home with the kids, I started just kind of this journey and searching of, okay, well, I'm a mom, I know that, but what else is there? What 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 else is there to me that is just mine, you know? And I started to search, what do I love to do? What do I enjoy doing? And um, design and renovation was one of the things that really brought joy to me. I, I can walk into a space and it'll be dilapidated. It could be a complete gut and I can see the beauty in it. I can see how it can be transformed and it it was just really exciting. And that's what made me realize like, wow, I, I think I want to do interior design. Um, so yeah, that's what started my journey into becoming an entrepreneur. In wow. yep. Okay, so many questions I have based off your response right there. So I'm gonna go with this one first. You said that you, um, you and your husband decided to for you to be a stay-at-home mom until the kids were school age. Do you yeah. feel like you missed out on anything? And and what would you tell a mom that is in that situation right now? No, I don't feel like I missed out on anything because when my husband and I decided to have kids, um, it was something that 
was really important to us. You know, those moments that you can't get back, those moments that you miss out on and just being home with them, being able to see first steps, being able to, you know, spend those quality moments with them. That was really important. So I think for me, my mindset was that was what our focus and our goal was, was to be able to be that support and not have, you know, those longings and those desires for moms who do have to go to work, you know, mm-hmm. that miss out on those moments and those times. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I think it was actually pretty good for me personally, because it was kind of now looking back on it, it was kind of my training ground mm. um, for what God was going to bring me into. Because during that time I was home, I, I built and started to seek God more. I, I developed a more intimate relationship with him um, because I had the time to sit and be like, okay, taking care of my Now I have that me time. What am I doing? What's important? So I was able to, in that time, have that desire and to seek God out and to say along in that process, who am I? How do you see me? Because I struggled for a long time with how I saw myself and who I was called to be. So it gave me that opportunity to get one-on-one with God and say, okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Um, And being able to acquire and and study and to pray and build up those skills in order to be that person. That was good. That's so powerful. I'm, I'm sitting in this right now trying to be the host but also take it in because that was absolutely powerful how you talked about it being your training ground right okay the (laughs) next question I'm gonna ask you is because you talked about being able to walk into a dilapidated um, space and being able to see the future where it wasn't is that a gift that you have and is it only with design um I think it is a gift um, because, you know, sometimes when I talk to a lot of people, I would say specifically my husband and we will go into a property where we're looking at homes and I'm like, oh, we can remove this wall and do this and do. And he's like, I don't I don't see that. Like, no, we're not, <laughs> we're not moving walls. <laughs> Leave the walls alone. But, you know, being able to see, you know, flooring and decorative elements and all of those coming together in a space where mm-hmm. there's nothing, I, I really do think that that is a gift. Um, um, but it it just really, for me, transformed into certain areas of my life. So okay. um, I like to say that I'm a, I'm a build, not a builder, but a connector in, mm-hmm. in a way. Okay. Because I will place certain, and one of my prayers is, Lord God, please allow me to be in a room with people that are smarter than me, that I can glean <sighs> from and from. So being in those spaces, when God allowed me to be in those areas, I'm able to say, wow, I can see this person and this person connecting, you know, in my mindset, how their qualities and what they bring to the table. And I'm able to say, hey, I think you need to connect with this person because they'll be able to help your project or help something that they're working on and have to grow and move forward. So in a sense, I feel like that creativity kind of flows into other areas of my life as well. Wow. I just got chills when you said that. Because a lot of people do not have that gifting. I've been in rooms where um, people are like, no, I don't want that person to connect with that person because 
I don't want them to become friends and leave me out. But the mm. fact that you have the other view or the other perspective of these two need to be connected. Right. That is, that is totally opposite to the world standards. That's, that's definitely kingdom. That's oh, a kingdom yeah. insight. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Man, I just got chills yeah, when you I'm said dead. that. The connector. That's what I'm going to start calling you. Love it. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Nicole, um, mm-hmm. what was your childhood like? Have you always had this entrepreneurial mindset? No, I, I, I did not. Um, I am the second of nine. I'm the oldest girl. Um, so a lot of my childhood was helping up around the house, you know, helping take care of siblings. So I, I would say in a sense, I was kind of more the responsible one, even though I had an older sibling. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, it was when I'm thinking it was kind of always helping a servitude kind of thing. Cause I was always helping my siblings or helping someone else out. So I didn't have that mindset to say, I want to stand in this leadership position, not realizing in a way I kind of was in a leadership mm-hmm. position at that time, but I didn't view it um, as that. Um, so I went into the military. Um, I had that experience um, and just coming out, I had the mindset, okay, I'm just going to get a job <laughs> to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, at that time, just once again, just not knowing, trying to figure out who, who Nicole is and where I stand within myself and within the world, the space that God has put me in. Um, I didn't initially have that entrepreneurial mindset. I had the worker bee. I was yeah. the one that had the mindset. I will support from the shadows. I will make sure that the mission gets done and everything is moving forward. But I never had that desire to be the one leading. Um, until I started to walk in what God had for me. So when I started to see myself differently, I started to realize that I had the qualities that I never thought that I had. It was already there. I just Mm -hmm. didn't. So um, that's what kind of led me into into the the entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. area. Um, Also, being in the area that I am in, you know, when you look up jobs in, in the interior design space, a lot of people are looking for designers with experience. And at the time, I had none. My only experience was my personal experience, working for friends and family, helping them renovate, helping them decorate. But, you know, that only goes but so far on a resume. Um, so I kind of, at that point, realized, well, if I'm going to do this, why would I let that stop me? So I decided to go ahead and um, go ahead and start my own business at that point. Wow. He said, why would that stop me? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there. That alone is, 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 is good enough because we, as kingdom entrepreneurs, sometimes we ascribe to what the world is saying. And if the world says or if, you know, the, the company or the industry that we're going to sets a standard and we don't meet the standard, then we think, oh, well, maybe it's not for me. Maybe, oh, yeah. you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's not that it's not for you. Maybe it's for you to shift and change the way that the industry does things. So, you know, I'm a firm believer that every person is a solution to a problem. And mm-hmm. so we may not even see the problem yet, but it's still there. And and being called to this arena you are answering questions like you are solving problems just by being who you are 
So that is amazing. That's amazing, man. Oh, <laughs> Kingdom Guardian community. I hope y'all getting this, um, these nuggets yeah. and writing this stuff down. It's awesome. Good. It is. So I know you talked a, a, a touched a little bit about you know your mindset going into this new venture, but what was the defining moment for you? When did you say enough? I need to move and pivot. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was. Um, one of those really vulnerable moments for me. Um, like I said, I was looking out there in the job market and into the interior design world where I wanted to be. Um, but I wasn't qualified based on what the standards were and what the world was requiring. Um, and I had those moments where I was like, man, what do I do? Lord God, what do I do? And I had an overwhelming fear. Um, and self-doubt about moving forward with myself outside of working under a company, you know, gaining that knowledge and all those things that made sense. That is the route I am supposed to take. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest with you, it got to the point where my desire and my love of design was mm-hmm. so strong that it overwhelmed my fear. And I was able to say, you know what, I'm going to file for my LLC. I'm going to start this. I started doing research. I started looking up, you know, the behind the scenes because, you know, running a business, when you see up front, it looks great. The website looks great. Yes. All of that taken care of. But the, the behind the scene things, the little things, the paperwork, the filing, all those things, it takes time to learn and understand. Stand, and that's where my process started. And in doing that, and in be able and being able to understand those things, I started to gain confidence and realizing, well, I can actually do this. You know, granted, it's still hard. Um, it's still yes. a process, but I started to see within myself that the fear had no, no, no. What's the word I'm looking for? No essence. No, no real worth in it because. I got to the point one time, I know it may sound weird, but I turned around and I said to the fear, like, well, why? Because, you know, they, you Ooh. play it in your head. You can't do this. You don't have what it takes and things like that. And I'm like, well, why do I not have what it takes? Why can I not do this? And the response was silence. It wasn't reasoning. It wasn't, not, there was nothing there to say, you do not have what it takes, you know? And in standing in what God gave me, the vision he gave me, the gift that he gave me. And I'm looking at all these things and I'm like, well, God, if you have given me this and my desire is so strong and I can see things, I can pull things together. I can be able to sit with a client, even though it's hard for me sometimes to talk in front of crowds and people, I get a little social anxiety, but I still was able to push past that and still be able to say, hey, I can create a beautiful space for you. And this is how. Like all those things were coming together and giving me reasons why I should not stop. And I had what it takes to move forward. The fear was still there. The discomfort was still there, but it wasn't as loud as it was before where it, 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 it stopped me in my tracks. It no longer had that power. 
Listen, I am when things get good over here, I be fist pumping and I had on my um <laughs> my bracelet and it was making noise. I had to take it off because I'm like <laughs> they need to hear this because I'm fist pumping in the background, like come on, sis, tell us what it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The fact that you said you questioned the fear and there was silence. Silence. I'm gonna have to take a deep breath on that one. Yes, ma'am. You done made me lose all my questions. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Listen, when you were talking, the scripture came to me and I had to look it up. And it says in 1 John 4, 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And the fear comes to torment us. To keep us out of walking in purpose and the fact that you said the fear was still there but you moved anyway mm-hmm. yes like there's chills going up and down <laughs> from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet yes. chills because that spoke volumes to me there you said there was no validity in the fear none wow and it just turn around like you did you said it sound crazy but it, it sounds perfectly fine to me and say but why <laughs> right Right. Because we hear it. It's, it's, and then, you know, those people have those experience and they know, they understand you hear that. And sometimes it's constant. Sometimes it's a loud shout and a little whisper sometimes, but you got to get to the point. I know for me, that was my breaking point to say, okay, I'm going to move forward. And I filed that LLC. And that was like the biggest thing. And I realized afterwards, the next day I woke up, I said, Lord God, nothing changed. I'm still here. We still moving forward. So all that fear, man, it just became, it started to become smaller and smaller. Every time I accomplished something else, Mm -hmm. it started to become smaller and smaller. And it did not have the weight that it used to carry for me, you know? So that was, that was my, my point where my defining moment for me being able to move forward in pursuing, you know, my business, my interior design business. That's good. That is so rich right there man i'm gonna be taking notes i'm gonna have to go back and listen to this um <laughs> a couple of times yes, because this, that was really that was worth everything that was worth everything right there mm-hmm. all right so let me try to collect myself and move on to the next question which okay. is has your journey changed the way that you parent oh yes oh yes it has um wow many times it has changed Mm -hmm. Um, because I think getting that entrepreneurial mindset right Mm -hmm. it changes how I taught my kids when it came to their desires their the things that they want to their goals and what they want to accomplish right you know growing up you know, from my personal experience, it's always you get a good job, mm-hmm. you get a safe job, and you stay in that job and you don't leave it. Right? Even though yeah. you're not happy, even though things are not working out, and it's not who God called you to be. Yes. <clears throat> it's safe. For me now, being able to pursue something that has has really changed my life and made me see myself differently. I teach my kids differently and I let them know as long as you put God first and you are seeking your goals and your heart is in the right place, mm-hmm. you'll be able to succeed. One thing I learned as an entrepreneur is that failure 
is not the end. Failure is a lesson. You take that failure, you learn from what you did, what not to do, or how to move forward, change things around, and you continue going. Because before failure was, oh, you're done. You can't move forward. Yeah. You failed. It's yeah. over. You know, when you have your mindset shift, wow, failure is like, wow, okay, I failed at that. What did I do wrong? And then you take those lessons and you continue to move forward. And that's how I teach my kids now. I teach my kids that when you fail or you mess up, let's sit down and look at what you did. Right. And then we learn from that. And then we move forward. The old me who was caught up in all that fear would be like, okay, if that didn't work, then you go do something else or you figure out something. No, if God has called you in something, it's not going to always be easy. You're going to have trials and tribulations, but through that, you have to figure out, okay, what is my next step, right? Mm -hmm. When I my kids, I teach them to understand in their mindset as well, you are not a failure. The process that you're going through and what you're doing, that might not have worked out, but you as a person, your individuality, you're not a failure. And I think sometimes we kind of get that mixed up with the things that we're doing and who we are. So I, that's one thing as a, when I became an entrepreneur, realizing that just because I may have failed at something or a part of my company or my company may not be thriving, it doesn't mean that I am a failure. So that was one of the most important parts for me to teach my kids, because yeah. sometimes we, we kind of intertwine those those lines get blurred. So that was one of the important things that um, having that entrepreneurial mindset helped me move forward in, in how I parent my kids. I want to say that was good, but good is not a, a, a good word to describe what you just dropped right there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much, so much <laughs> in it, Nicole. Listen, you said you are not a failure, even if you fail. Right. Because of who you are, you take those lessons and move forward knowing that maybe this process didn't work and maybe things need to change. But because you are not a failure, it has to work. Right. That's because you You'll know, our, our parents taught us there has well, if you if plan A don't work, you got to have a plan B, or you got to have That's a plan it. C, or you got to have a plan, or you got to have multiple plans. Like, I teach my kids if basketball doesn't work out, what you gonna fall back on? If you mm-hmm. blow out your knee or mess up your, your, your Achilles, what you gonna fall back on? You have to something like, but if God called you to this, mm-hmm. it cannot fail, right. And you may have moments of failure, but that doesn't make you a failure. Failure, that's Ooh, right. Man, girl, Ooh, this is good. <laughs> this is good. Kingdom Guardians, y'all, this is free and y'all not even paying for this. You better be writing <laughs> this stuff down. Yes. <laughs> this is rich. And one thing I'm learning is, especially from how you're speaking right now, that we think prosperity only um, is limited to finances. But when words like this is being dropped into the atmosphere, mm-hmm. this is going to be able to, to elevate us, on, bring us to another level where we are worth more now. Not to say that we are not worth a lot, but now our knowledge and our capacity to handle the finances that's coming is going right. to be on a whole nother level because of the wisdom that we have. So thank you so, so much for just being yourself on this um, 
in this interview and on this podcast. And it is it is so rich. I just have to say oh, this yes. is so rich. All right. So my next question to you is, what advice do you have um, to parents who have children that have this entrepreneurial spirit? And, you know, our mindset is, well, you need to go straight to college and get your degree. Like, what, what as a parent can we do to store this gift? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, I think it starts with um, reassuring your child that their idea is valid. Right? Yeah. That's um, because it was given to them specifically. And regardless of, you know, what it is, we start with that. Then you start to teach them the foundations. Hey, okay, you have an idea. What are the steps that we need to take in order to make it a reality, right? Mm -hmm. So you start to learn the business basics. You start to learn what it takes to create a company, get get your company name Mm -hmm. and all those things. And then you also have to teach the finances, right? That's one of the biggest part of it um, is budgeting, financing, raising funds. How are you going to raise funds? There are so many opportunities now for anybody from adults, young kids to start a business. And there's so many resources out there that they can find. Don't let fear stop them. You know, a lot of parents do, like you said, you got to go to college, but college is for some kids. College is not their calling. Yeah. You have a large majority of business owners who either never went to college Mm -hmm. or dropped out and they are running million dollar companies, multi-million dollar companies, right? Because they had an idea and they didn't let fear stop them. They continued to move forward and did what they need to do in order to build that. So I say, don't let the standard way of thinking stop or kill your kids' dreams because it can. Because you, and even though you're think you're, you think as a parent, I'm trying to protect my kid. I'm trying to make sure they are in the safe zone and that they nothing, you know, they don't struggle and things like that. But just because you have a nine to five and you're getting a paycheck every two weeks don't mean you're not struggling. Wow. So that's very important when you come and it comes to, and then that also contributes to mental health, spiritual health. Because if you are in a monotony of life that, what is it, the hamster rat wheel, hamster wheel, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. and, and even though you're safe in that wheel, right, you just got to keep running, but you're not going anywhere. So when you follow your dreams and you follow your desires and you're being led, especially if God is leading you and you're leading your child, it's not just for them. Because you got to think about when they're building and they're establishing the amount of people that they will be reaching, the amount of people that they will be touching, and you never know which direction that they will go in. You know, and I one thing I've learned um, in my experience is going through my process of building my business, sharing some of my struggles with some friends of mine, and hearing one day, you know, a friend of mine said, Nicole, like, you're my inspiration. I said, wait, what? She was like, yeah. You know, watching you and seeing what you were doing and you pursuing your dreams to start your own business gave me the courage to be able to do mine, to follow my dreams and do what I wanted to do. So when we are head down, pushing forward, 
feeling like we're going through trying to build this business or build whatever it is we're trying to create, we have people looking at us, being inspired by us and saying, wow, I can do what she can do because she's doing it. She's pressing or he's pressing, you know? So if you have a child that has an amazing idea or has a business idea, don't stop that and don't kill that dream. Feed it, you know? Even as a parent, if you don't have the knowledge, it's so awesome when you can learn together. When you say, you know what? I don't know what to do, but let's figure it out. Because you are feeding that child. You're helping that child grow and be more, what's the word? When, you, when you're when you standing in who God called you to be, more mm-hmm. assertive, more confident, and not feel like, well, um, you know, that idea is not going to be successful or that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Because they were never fed. They were never encouraged. They were never, you know, saying, hey, yeah. let's try it out. So I, I think that that part's important for a parent who has a kid who has a business idea or business dream to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Definitely give them the tools that they need, even though you as a parent may feel like this is crazy. <laughs> yes. But yes. there are so many crazy ideas that turned into amazing products to help many, many people. So that is my advice. Hopefully it was good. <laughs> Listen, you just punched me in the gut. <laughs> like I am convicted through and through. Like, yes, yes. Validate one thing that you said that really hit me is just validating their idea. And mm-hmm. if you don't know, walking alongside them with it. Um, yeah. This is good. This is good. Nicole, man. This was really good. Listen, you need to let people know where to find you. Where can they <laughs> find you? Like, where social media handle? Where do you live? How can they contact you um, if they would love to work with you? Yes. So um, they can find my website. I am at hispromisedesigninteriors.com. Um, they can actually reach out to me through there if they need any um design consultation or information. Uh, My phone number is, my business line is 321-282-7155. They can give me a call. And I am also on Instagram, which I'm going to do better with posting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They can can find me at His Promise Design um, on Instagram. Y'all, this was far more weightier than expected. And I'm glad you guys tuned in today. Y'all know how we do at Kingdom Guardians. We are using all the tools and the resources available to us to store these kids. Because guess what? They are not our own. They are on loan to us from God. And we thank you, Nicole, for being a part of our community today. We appreciate you for having me. Yes, this was amazing. All right, y'all. Until next time. Bye.